Welcome to the first podcast of Joseph. Um, I'm a sports guy, so I'll talk about sports. I'll give you guys a little bit of insight on some other things as well. Um, Sometimes I'll talk about politics. Sometimes I will talk about what's going on in the world. And also another thing I'll talk about is life. So I'm going to be all around. Today, I'm just going to focus on sports uh, because I feel as if I need to slow my way into those other type of topics. Um, You guys will know me. You guys will know who I am. So I want to give you guys a bit of insight of who I am, what I'm about. And I feel like basketball is going to illustrate who I am uh, to you guys. So first off, I'm a big Lakers fan. So that should tell you guys I'm a successful person. I'm a champion at what I do. Um, and I hate losing. So that's what you guys think I should do. I mean, that, that, that's where you guys think I should am as a person. Uh, here's a couple things I want to say, though, before I start this. Um, if you have something bad to say about somebody, say it to their face. Perfect. All right. So I'm going to get in this face uh, spot to saying, uh, talk about NBA free agency. Pretty much. Uh, I got a couple big things to talk about. Mainly, first thing I want to talk about is, main thing I want to talk about is the amount of money that has been thrown around this free agency. $3.4 billion have been spent in free agency. Um, and that is, I think, an NBA record, I want to say. I think a lot, I think I think a couple years ago when everybody was making money, when the, when the uh, first uh, stint of the CBA contract was... Uh, going on. I want to say people were, I think, I think they spent over $2 billion, but $3.4 billion, I want to say. I'm not fully on point with that. Uh, you can fact check me on that. I need a fact checker guy, though. Honestly, I really do for this podcast, because I'll say some stuff that is not totally true sometimes, <laughs> or I'll just overreact on a couple things. Uh, but yeah, so a couple things I want to talk about before I go into the details of my questioning that I'm going to be answering myself um, is the amount of money that these players have been getting paid. So I'm going to start off with Harrison Barnes and Al Horford because those guys were uh, supposed to get paid $20 million for Harrison Barnes and $30 million, 29.3 for Al Horford, but they declined the offer because they didn't want to be, well, for Horford, he didn't want to be in Boston anymore. Um, And he got insulted by the offer that they gave him. And another uh, guy, Harrison Barnes, he just he just wanted to bet on himself. And so far, it's worked out twice for the man. <laughs> he's bet himself in Dallas. He got paid $80 million. He bet himself in Sacramento. He got paid $80 million. Harrison Barnes' agent needs a Nobel Peace Prize because he is literally the best agent in all sports. He's gotten the guy who's never made a NBA All-Star I don't think he was an all-NBA uh, rookie, I want to say. I can, you know, but like I said, one of the things you may have to fact-check me on. But I don't think he was an all-NBA rookie. Um, like, this is this is bad. Like, like the Kings are bad for paying this man this much money. And the agent, for whoever his agent is, kudos to you, bro. Kudos to you. Because you're getting paid. Harrison Barnes getting paid. And you've made fools out of Dallas. And Sacramento, um, so that's crazy. But at the same time, at, at the same time, I could say this: 
Harrison Barnes is 24, I want to say 24, um, or 25, and uh, he's working to become a better player, better offensive player. Uh, he's a knockdown shooter. I think he shot over 35% from the three-point range last year. Uh, so he's, he's a knockdown shooter. And uh, I feel as if he um, is going to be a good player next year. The only thing about the Kings is that they waste money on a lot of guys. Like Deadman that gave $40 million to, which I don't even think he was in the market for $40 million. I think he was in the market for a mid-level exception. But someone offered him a $40 million contract, and he was like, where's the pin at so I can sign? I would have signed, too, though, if I was Deadman. Like, uh, the, and then also the Kings signed Charlie Reason to a two-year $25 million contract. Um, so it's just a lot of things that the Kings are doing that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but you cannot hate on someone getting paid. That's one thing I will not hate on. I mean, I don't care what the person does. I don't care if the person just sits down on the computer and and types I all day. If, if, if they're paying them a million dollars to type I, heck, I ain't hanging on them. Because reason being, I think Fred uh, Van Fleet said this. Everybody gets paid what they deserve. And what they get earned. So, uh, if players are getting paid fifty million dollars, sixty million dollars, and that made an All Star game, hey, so be it. Um, but I think Deadman is a guy that um, a lot of guys can learn from, uh, especially Harry Harry Giles. Cause I think they're very similar in style. Uh, the only thing that, that's different is Deadman's a uh, is a is a good perimeter shooter. Um, well, I mean, I guess you could say average perimeter. He's a good perimeter shooter for his position, um, and. Um, and um, what's his name isn't. Um, I'm sorry, I just drew a blank. Harry Giles isn't. Um, so I just feel as if um, if Demi can cheese that guy a couple couple tricks, um, then they'll learn. I think they really. I think they they because College Town signed for less. I want to say than what they paid Demi for. So I don't understand them doing that. But I just, I, don't, I just don't think they were. I I I, th- I think they're over with College Town. So College Town. Definitely um, is a guy who I think is better than, than both Deadman and Harry Giles, but I guess we'll see. Um, we'll see um, who you know who's right. Um, another, another team, an, another player on that team that they just signed, uh, Trevor Reeser, is a guy I think that they can learn from as well. Um, I feel like he can learn. Um, Harrison Barnes, that is, can learn how to play defense better because <laughs> Harrison Barnes is. Uh, not a really good perimeter defender. Probably I give him a C, um, you know, if I'm grading, you know. And I feel as if he can learn from him. Um, another person um, who on that team I think can outshine others is Buddy Hill. He, he started off hot, finished really weak. Uh, so I feel like he can do better. Uh, but one thing I just want to say before I go to the next about the Kings, they gotta they gotta figure out a way to make some 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 uh, some money. Um, so I'm just, because I'm sorry, some wins. They got they got the playoffs. They they haven't the playoffs I think over a decade. So they got to figure out something. Um, and then Al Horford is a guy who the the team just paid him. I mean, um, the Celtics weren't paying him, and um, who else wasn't paying him? Uh, the Knicks weren't offering what he wanted, and then the Sixers just offered him $109 million, and I don't know where they got the money to offer him that, but they offered him it. And um, 
they were able to sign him. Um, so that leads me to the questions that I got for myself that I'm going to answer. Um, are these players making the right choice? Now, when I say that, I don't mean it, you know, are they making the right choice about where they're going? I don't mean it as if they suck. I'm talking about, are they making the right choice personally and also professionally? So I'll give an example of, I don't think Kyrie Irving is making the right choice professionally, but he is making the right choice personally. Uh, He's from Brooklyn, was born in Brooklyn, I think. I'm sorry, not born, but, you know, was raised in Brooklyn, played high school basketball in Brooklyn, went to Duke, uh, then went, went to Cleveland, and then got tripped to Boston. And then he really got to figure out where he wanted to go play uh, by himself. And he chose Brooklyn. He had every team probably wanting to get him. Um, and he chose Brooklyn out of all the teams. Um, I mean, I don't think he made the right choice, though. Um, I think he should have went to play with LeBron uh, because he's not going to be able to win without LeBron. He's not. Kyrie Irving is one of my favorite players in this game. I like him a lot. He's a shot creator. He has a high IQ of the game. He probably has the best handles in the game. And he definitely is one of the best players in the game. Point guards. Top three point guard in the game. Um, That's debatable. But he is, in my opinion. Um, Him, Steph Curry, and, you know, whoever you also want to throw in that category. Uh, But... Um, and you know what brings me to another topic, or another you know uh, player on the on, on the topic is Kevin Durant. Did he make the right choice? I don't think Kevin Durant made the right choice. I think he should have stayed in Golden State, um, or in Oakland, or in San Francisco, wherever they're playing at. Um, is it, I mean, financially, like you, you, I mean, these players, like, like I'm, 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 I'm gonna get to this in a, in, in a second after this, uh, but these players don't care about money anymore because they're already getting paid substantial amount of money and you know losing 50 million when you're making 180 million or 150 million is 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 is, is not bad at all it's not like if i'm making if i'm making 100 you know 50 million i'm not gonna miss out on 220 million dollars i'm just not because if i'm making that much money i can figure out another way to make up that make up that difference um and KD felt like playing with his friends were more important. He even took less money to allow Deion Jordan to be signed, and Kyrie Irving did the same. So I just feel like these NBA guys are, are they're making choices professionally, but they're making it based on their personal life. If that makes sense, like they want they they want to play with their friends, like. You know, it's cool to have NBA guys. I mean, of course, you want to play with your friends. You know, you want to be able to um, do things with your friends. But your job is to win a championship, not play with your friends. <laughs> like, you're like, like, like you're getting paid millions of dollars and you want to play with your friends to get paid millions of dollars. Like, this just makes sense to me. Like, these, uh, which brings me to my next point. How, how, how important is money to these guys? Because I don't think it's important at all. Um, I don't think it's important at all. I mean, you know, you, you got your guys like, you know, Patrick, Patrick Beverly, uh, you know, Deadman, who are going to get the, Reza, who are going to get the most amount of money uh, that they can. Because they're old guys. They're old cats in the game. 
But these young cats, I don't think they care about money. Mainly because uh, some of them, most of them, are parents, are cousins, are nephews of, you know, former um, NBA, MLB, NFL players. You know, I mean, Kevin Durant is not. Obviously, his mom struggled with him growing up, raising him and his brother. But Kyrie Irving is a guy who was wealthy growing up. I mean, well off. Growing in Brooklyn, went to a, went to a private high school, played basketball at a private high school, grew up in Australia. His dad played basketball overseas. I mean, he didn't struggle, which I'm trying to is, is what I'm trying to say. So his main focus is just having fun while he's playing basketball. And I feel like, you know, the love of the game is is there, but the love of winning isn't. And if and 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 I'll give you the example. You know, Kobe Bryant, when he first came in this league, he's a cat just like Kyrie Irving. Dad played overseas. He I don't know if Kyrie Irving can speak in any language, but Kobe's, you know, was very privileged. He, he spoke like six different languages growing up. Um, and it's just well, maybe three, but I'm saying that because to say this, Kobe, he hated losing. He hated losing so bad that he hated he hated losing more than he loved winning. And I feel as if these guys don't have that. Like, KD went to Golden State to win a championship. Okay, he's fuck, he's won a championship. So now he doesn't care anymore. All he cares about is just having fun and playing with his friends. No one has that McCoy mentality anymore. You know, I think I think, the, I think the only player that has a Kawhi mentality is, is is Kawhi Leonard, and he's quiet about it. But I don't think Kawhi Leonard has that mentality because you'll see him in press conference. He he even said something about along the lines of, um, I, I play basketball uh, for for fun, something like that. You know, so even he says stuff like that. So I mean, there's just a lot of things that people do um, and say that I don't agree with. Um, and I feel as if that money portion is, is, is one of them. Um, you know, because it used to drive these guys, Kevin Garnett, used to drive them to make money. You know, a lot of players used to drive them to make money. Now these players have money growing up. They're in AAU. They're being sponsored. They're not paying for anything. So they don't even care anymore. Um, you know, I'm done off of that topic. Um, where do I think Kawhi is going? You know, that's the question of the freaking week. I'm so tired of this guy. Um, I, I kind of hate NBA free agency, but I kind of love it. And the reason why I say that is because I hate the fact that everyone signs so early. Like, it, it doesn't even take them, you know, a day. It takes them literally as soon as June 30th hit. Like, 12 people had, had, had signed with somebody in the first hour. And, uh, and, 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 and it was 6 o'clock. And I was like, what the heck? Where did this come from? So, uh, I'm, you know, I'm tired of that. But where do I think um, Kawhi's going to go? I think Kawhi goes to um, L.A. And I'm, I'm just not saying that because I'm a Laker fan. I'm saying that because it's the perfect fit. Hear me out. Frank Vogel is a defensive-minded coach. All right, you're giving him. He had a Roy Hibbert. He made Roy Hibbert a All NBA defender. 
Roy Hibbert, guys. As soon as he left, Roy Hibbert was trash. He got Roy Hibbert paid. You gave him Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is going to be a defensive player of the year this year. And the reason why I say that is because Frank Vogel is going to put him in the position to make the blocks, to get the steals, to have a good plus or minus ratio um, in matters of uh, on the court. And Kawhi Leonard is hungry for defense. He loves defensive-minded coach. He loved Greg Popovich. He just didn't like the, the way that they handled his um, injury. And that was not really with Greg. That was really with the Spurs organization. So that has nothing to do with Greg Popovich. Um, and I think he liked Nurse because he emphasized defense. Kawhi Leonard is all about team defense. He's all about player defense. Um, him with Frank Vogel is going to be a pretty good pretty good um, defensive group. Like, I don't think... I mean, if... You, if Okay, hear me out. You got LeBron. And then... You want to bring in... They're saying they're going to bring in Rondo. I don't like it, but, you know, they're going to bring in Rondo. Then you got to bring in Kawhi. Kuzma's a horrible defender. But he's going to... But, you know, you know what's going to happen, though. He's going to... Frank Vogel's going to put Kuzma in spots. He's going to make him guard players where Andy Davis can can, can, can help him out and get those blocks. I, I could see Anthony Davis averaging three blocks a game this year. And, and, and uh, call, come back to me when this happens, but I can see him averaging more than two and a half, almost three blocks, almost three, three blocks a year this season. Um, but what has happened with Boogie Cousins? Because, you know, that just brings me to another topic that I hate to bring up, but we have to talk about it. We have to. Uh, Boogie Cousins is a guy who was a premier all-star. The man was... The best big man in the league, I'll say it, for a long time. He was averaging 27, 28 a game, um, you know, in months and spurts. Um, you know, this guy was a beast. And then you have him go down with the Achilles injury. And I, I was watching that game. I remember that game very, 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 very much. Um, he was going to the basket, driving to the basket, and he just landed wrong. And you 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 didn't know it was an Achilles because it didn't look like it at first. Uh, well, at least to my eyes, because I'm not sure what Achilles injury looked like. Only only one I've seen before was Kobe's, and I saw that and I knew it was something bad because he didn't get up at all. But um, you could see Cousins; he was trying to walk on it. So I feel like you know he I I, I, I didn't think it was that bad. And then you know it got announced that he had a. Achilles, and that was just, that was just the worst news for that guy because here you are, you have a guy who is a great person, you know, on and off the court. You know, he's good to the community. Um, you know, um, he always plays when he is healthy. Never takes any days off. Uh, you know, he left it all on the court. Uh, even this season with the Warriors, he left it all on the court. Um, and uh, you hate to see a guy like that. Not even get offers. Like, he's not even getting offers from anybody. Like, Wojnarowski said that he won't even get a a, a, a mid-level exception, you know? Um, and it just sucks to see, you know? A guy who was going to get a max deal before that Achilles. He was going to get a max deal before that Achilles injury. Like, it's... He, he may have, you know, qualified for, for a Supermax. 
Anthony Davis could still be on the Pelicans if DeMarcus Cousins didn't get hurt. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins getting hurt affected the entire league. And I think they affected it more than what people give it credit for. Um, but I digress. Um, so my next thing I want to say is which team has won free agency so far? Um, my team, and you guys are going to laugh, is the Sixers. They got, hear me out. They got Al Horford to go to side up with MB, and then they kept Tobias Harris. I'm not a big Jimmy Butler fan. I'm really not. He's a good defender, lockdown defender, but he wasn't lockdown on Kawhi last year, you know, during the playoffs. So, you know, but I like Josh Richardson. That dude's a baller. He can put up 30 points. Not, not, now, not on every day, not, but he can put up 30 points. Um, he could put up a lot of points. And he's one of the guys that I think who, you know, he, he's probably a candidate to, to you know, not make an all-star or anything like that, but he's going to have a good season. He's going to have a great season. People are going to know who he is. Because last year he had a pretty good year. I, I mean, I used to watch a lot of NBA League Pass. I still do. Well, not anymore, obviously. But um, John Richardson had, had a phenomenal season last year. And I feel like he can have a, a, a really good season. I mean, he's not going to average 20 points a game or anything like that. But he is the type of guy who I think he could average 15, 16 points a game. Look at last year, he averaged 16 points a game. And he shot, what did he shoot from the three-point range? I'm looking at his stats right now, so that's how I know it. Right? Uh, shot 41% from the field. You know, that's a lot of shots. With six, six or 14 average-wise. Um, then he shot 35% from the three-point range last year. Almost 36 that's crazy. That's crazy. For a guy to shoot that much volume and shoot 36%, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, but I think the I think the finals next year, um, it's too early to say, but I think I think Sixers should definitely be a favorite in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> and um, one thing I want to talk about, because I haven't talked about the Celtics, is Kimmy Walker and what's his name? The other guy's name. What's that guy's name? That they got? I don't know. Can't think of his name. Cantor is a huge downgrade. Huge downgrade. Huge downgrade from Kyrie and whoever. Um, I do think Tatum is going to have a big season next year. Uh, but the thing about Kimba is. They 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 have the stats side by side. They're the same player. Now I, I think Kyrie's a better player, obviously, just off of his skill and off of his stats. You know he's a better. He shoots at a higher percent. I think he shoots forty seven percent last year. Uh, Kimba shot like forty low 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 forties last year. So I think he's just a better player. Um. So. I just think that the Celtics aren't going to be as good as people think they are. East is going to be good next year, though. So they got the they got the Sixers, they got the Bucks. They, I think it's going to be Sixers or Bucks. Like, yeah. The Bucks did Bucks did a great job of you know retaining everybody. You know, I think losing out on Brogdon is going to going to bite them in the butt. But you know, it is what it is. They had to keep their guys. They had to keep Brooke Lopez. They had to get Robert Lopez. They had to keep Chris Littleton. 
But so they decided to excuse me. So they had a lot of guys to keep. Um, and that just leads me to the end of the podcast. Uh, pretty much that's all I want to talk about today. Um, if you guys could, uh, please uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, Joe Spitta, J-O-S-P-I-T-T-A. If you guys want my uh, um, funny thoughts and also my uh, opinions on sports. Um, but other than that, keep on supporting. Um, and go Lakers. Thank you.